With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. Pour yourself a drink and grab some nibbles. You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk. TNT. Hello world, I'm Abby Roberts and this is the Abby Roberts Show on today's news talk TNT, quite literally dynamite. It's Wednesday morning in London, quite a nice day here, blue skies, no rain at the moment, so uh, it's all good. Um, but what could be coming up? I don't know. It feels like the world is gone to shit. How is everyone in Australia? Uh, I think it's about 6 p.m. now, so you're probably uh, having a bit of a cocktail maybe and some nipples. I said nipples, uh, not nipples. This is the Abbey Roberts Show, of course. And you can uh, talk to me. You can go to the live chat, everybody, uh, on tntradio.live, the website, or you can get the apps on your phone. Get your apps out for the lads, or if you haven't got an app or a Nokia or whatever, I don't know what you do. Uh, you might just have to go around to a friend's house and borrow their phone to watch it. Or you can email me, Abby Robertson, TNT Radio Live. And of course, oh, I'm just looking in the little live chat now. Borida, Abby. Good morning, Abby. Oh, and someone just said wankers. They were the, these were the worst pushers. I'm assuming that's about the jab. Anyway, I digress. You can also go old school, get on the old dog and bone phone and, uh, and call me. And these are the numbers to call. Our lines are open. From the US and Canada, call 1-888-201-6425. From the UK, call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Yes, free speech is indeed alive and well. Those are the numbers. There's no excuse not to call. Call me. What are you worried about? Are you worried about war? <laughs> it seems every day we open the papers. I mean, I don't open them. I only open the papers on this show for Propaganda Corner, because as we know, that what's in the newspapers and on the mainstream TV is absolute nonsense. And this is the place, TNT is the place, where you get the truth. You get different sides, different opinions, and nobody is going to shut you down. Because guess what? It's words. Words, everyone, it's ideas. Words are not violence. I don't know quite where all that came from, uh, the erosion of free speech, but we are bringing it back, yes, here on TNT. And I've got some fantastic guests, two fantastic guests. Phil Zimmerman, my friend, the comedian. And also coming up, I have second... Johnny Woodrow, because it is Woodrow Wednesday, and we'll be talking about all manner of things. As you know, we get into quite deep philosophical conversations because it's my show and I can do what I bloody well want. And people like that. You know, they like uh, expanding their minds and uh, having a little think about the bigger picture. Uh, so on the live chat, Ali, morning, Abby. Are you and Billy Watson the love children of a gonk and a llama? Well, that's absolutely bloody charming. Billy Watson. Christ, I'm regretting going to live chat now. Billy Watson was my guest yesterday, who looks a bit like uh, Billy Connolly, who I'm an absolute uh, ardent admirer of. Now, uh, people love Propaganda Corner, so I'm going to do a little bit of... Um a little bit of papers. What have we got? We've got the eye paper. Uh, that is uh, what's on the front there. Labour yet to convince 40% of target voters new poll fines. 
Oh, fascinating. Voting's not going to get us out of this, by the way. This shit show. It really is not. Um, right, what's, uh, what, have I, what have I got here? Right, Olivia Coleman, the actress. You know, the one that goes, yes, hello, I'm Olivia Coleman, <laughs> and I went to Oxford, and I'm very, very privileged, and um, I'm very concerned about human rights, Olivia Coleman says, uh, the um, millionaire actress. Human rights in UK under threat, says Coleman, the Crown Star and Amnesty International UK ambassador. Where was Amnesty over the last four years? Where were those charities saying... Enough of the tyrannical governments. Go away. Get out of our lives. No, we're forget COVID. Um, we're not gonna. We're not gonna listen to you, and we're not gonna take your bloody vaccines. Where were those bloody charities then? Olivia Coleman has warned that human rights in the UK are under threat as she appeared in a short film about the plight of a young mother whose baby died due to poor social housing conditions. Honest to God, these lovely wankers. Oh, oh, it's terrible. Human rights. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. Mark 2020 comes. All our human rights are obliterated. And where were the lovies? Nowhere. Nowhere. Hollywood, they were the worst. Some of the worst, you know. Oh, my God, COVID. Wear six masks. Oh, run for your lives. Do not go near me, family. Stay away from me. Jennifer Aniston, you've got to have the vaccine. And if you don't have the vaccine, you cannot be invited round to my apartment. Even though I'm 35 and I pretended I was 18 when I was making friends. You didn't fool anybody, Jen, love. Um... Right, what else? Oh, I've suddenly, I've taken a bitchy pill this morning. Let's have another look uh, in the eye. Wonka, this made me laugh. Wonka experiences, promises turn out to be pure imagination. The organiser of a Willy Wonka, I'm really glad I'm pronouncing that correctly. The, a Willy Wonka themed experience has apologised after visitors branded it a disgrace. Billy Cool, the director of, listen to the, the name of the company, House of Illuminati, <laughs> bloody hell, which is behind the show, said he was truly and utterly sorry and blamed technical issues for the event's problems. It had been billed as a place where chocolate dreams become reality. <laughs> God, I've been to a few places where chocolate dreams are meant to become a reality, but that's enough of the early 80s in Soho. And claimed to have an imagination lab that boasted mind-expanding projection and optical marvels. 35 quid a ticket, and it was a largely empty Glasgow warehouse decorated with posters, a rainbow, and a bouncy castle. Oh, my God, that's absolutely terrible. So they were going along, the poor kids, thinking, oh, it's going to be like, you know, the chocolate rivers, the candy, uh, Willy Wonka coming in, and like, you know, all, sort of, uh, all those wonderful sort of uh, the Oompa Loompas, and all they got was an empty Glasgow warehouse. They could have got an Oompa Loompa, they could have got Nicola Sturgeon. <laughs> they could have painted her orange and come in. <laughs> Aim an Oompa Loompa. Anyway, isn't that Nicola Sturgeon? Um, oh, well, all I can say is, <laughs> honestly, the pictures are awful. Look at that, the photo. The picture it's just um it just says factory over it unbelievable so basically just just a rip off cheapskates um right we've got a little bit more time for proper oh this is good propaganda really getting into this propaganda corner business sorry it was it went missing for a while while i had uh clips um 
Google and COVID jab misinformation is bad for older people trying to be healthy. Former columnist Janet Street Porter. Oh, now Janet Street Porter, for people that don't, not living in this country, you don't know her. So Australia, Janet Street Porter talks like this. Right? I've got red hair and she basically sounds like Zippy from Rainbow. So blah, blah, blah. Misinformation surrounding the COVID vaccine, which is spread online via search engines uh, and, go and is harming older people who want to stay healthy. <laughs> Janet Street Porter has warned the broadcaster and former I columnist, so I couldn't read that, it was tiny. I columnist 77 has teamed up with the former Olympic rower Sir Steve Redgrave to launch a healthy, good grief, aging and shingles. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't make it up. Shingles awareness campaign with the pair pleading with people to rely on doctors rather than the internet for medical advice. Oh my God, have we just gone into some weird. Uh, sort of parallel universe. Good grief. Janet Street, if you're going to listen to Janet Street Porter, by the way, for your health advice, anyone, I mean, not people watching this, because you'll just go, this is all nonsense. This worries me. It's like, has she not seen all the stuff coming out about the vaccines? All the news, which now, by the way, is in, it's creeping into the mainstream a lot more. Uh, the, the, the fact that they knew about the harms that were going to uh, happen, the, uh, the, the blood clots, myocarditis, all those kind of things, pericarditis, um, all the various things that, that can go wrong, neurological problems. It's, it's seeping in now. And you've got people like Janet Street Porter just absolutely, um, yeah, absolutely uh, shit in the bed. So thanks a lot, Janet. Thanks a lot for that. We will not be listening to your health advice. That's what I'll think of the eye paper. Goodbye. Um, right, do we have time for another one? I think the first guest is um, is imminent. I think he might be getting his uh, his hair his hair brushed for the um, for his time. So let's have a look at the the Guardian, the Guardian paper. Um, a little flick of the Guardian. Right, um, Tories putting party before sexual assault claim says alleged victim. Oh, woman says no action was taken after claim of being attacked by MP. Do you know what? I just uh, it, 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 if people haven't realised now that uh, the the political establishment is just riddled with uh, criminals and uh, and evil, that I don't really know what to say. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, a thrilling new guide to architecture by women. <laughs> I can't wait to read that. I'm sure it's absolutely fascinating. Architecture by women. What is this? What is this putting people into categories? What is this thing of like, oh, did you know? Yes, I'm actually, I'm actually a, a female comedian. Female, you know, yes, female. Just comedian will do. Or just legend, actually, in my case. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, we've got here early edition of Mao's Little Red Book goes under the hammer. Oh, good grief. Oh, it's ironic, isn't it, that uh, cultural Marxism seems to have been on the march for the last, uh, uh, well, the last 10, 15, 20 years, actually. It's been creeping up, uh, as I've mentioned before, uh, there's the slow, the long march through the institutions, it's called. Um, and interestingly, this is, uh, yeah, so this is very interesting, sort of historical. The Little Red Book, a talisman of the 20th century of Maoism, 
may have fallen out of favour in China since the Cultural Revolution, but its popularity with collectors show no, shows no sign of abating. Well, collectors presumably in the West, which is very interesting because it's almost as if they have no idea that if you say to people you cannot live like this and you cannot do this and you must be vaccinated and you cannot smoke and you cannot vape and you must only drink this amount and you must live in flats in apartments that are only this big um that uh, you're gonna have tyranny essentially and this is what's really interesting is that very intelligent people seemingly have not joined the dots um you know because mao um uh, one of the famous quotes uh, from the Little Red Book is, political power grows out of the barrel of a gun and a revolution is not a dinner party. <laughs> well, I wish someone would tell the middle classes that because uh, they don't seem to have, uh, have cottoned onto it. You know, revolution is no joke, by the way. Bloody revolution is no joke. I lived in uh, I lived in the Soviet Union. I, I visited on and off as a, as a child. And I also studied there in the early 90s. And I met people who lived under Stalin. Um, and uh, I actually sat next to, interesting story, uh, bear with me. I uh, was, when I was studying out, uh, studying singing actually, studying opera at the Moscow Conservatoire. I'm not making it up. It actually happened. I've got the photographs. I studied under a woman called Bella Andreevna Rudienka, who was from Ukraine, from Kiev. That's the correct pronunci pronunciation. It is not Kiev, as the BBC would have you believe. It is, in fact, Kiev. Bella Andreevna Rudienka, who looked like a Soviet tank with a kind of, uh, with sort of red hair, strawberry blonde hair on the top. And I used to go in every day. So I was studying in the 90s uh, to be an opera singer. And uh, I was at a, at a concert because uh, I went to lots of concerts, um, beautiful in the Bolshoi. Um, you know, wonderful singers, actually weirdly all singing. They learned Italian arias, but but they still have the Russian accents. So it's like, it was all done here when they sing, uh, singing Italian arias. It's very, very strange. But I was sitting uh, next to this woman and we got chatting and um, it turns out she was Beria's widow. Beria was Stalin's chief of police. So I was sitting next to the woman who, um, Beria, let me tell you, was a very, very evil, evil person. I mean, Stalin was pretty bad, to be honest with you, uh, killed, uh, I mean, responsible for the murder of uh, about 40 million, 40 million of his own people uh, during the... Uh, during the, the harvest of sorrow where he basically starved uh, the Russian people to death and then he used to go out and uh, kulaks with the names of the um, the names oh, I've turned into it's turned into a little Russian lesson thank you Phil uh, Phil Phil may not be appearing but it's fine because guess what everyone I can talk to you about um, about Russian history so let's just go back to the harvest of sorrow and uh, I, I was talking about something in the eye paper about Mao's little red book and it's interesting how Western intellectuals can never make the connection. Um, they live in big houses and they go, oh, la, 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 Marxism, Marxism. Isn't it wonderful? Yes. What was wrong with Mao? And what those little caps with the red stars on? Well, let me tell you, Mao used to hang his enemies, uh, hang his enemies in the street, hang uh, people like me, journalists, for going, excuse me, I think that's wrong, what you're doing to people. Um, right, you know, bundle her off in a van. Anyway, back to Russia. So I'm sitting next to Beria's widow. I'm thinking to myself, good grief. And Beria was not only um, a sexual, uh, I mean, predator, uh, rapist, 
deviant, uh, also responsible for um, just random murders. And Stalin, like I said, 40 million people, harvest of sorrow, where he just... Uh, yeah, he just he just starved starved the Russian people. Um, so that was an interesting time living there and going to the conservatoire every day um, uh, during the nineties. And I did I had some wonderful really and you know I speak Russian. It's not fantastic. It's pretty good after all this time. Um, I'll teach you a little phrase now, which could come in handy, especially now. International relations in Russian is международные отношения. After me, everyone. Международные отношения. International relations. Could they be any worse? Probably not at the moment. Uh, they're pretty, pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. Um, so the little red... Uh, so if anyone wants to... Um, anyone fancy buying a little red book? The Cultural Revolution was a process. It didn't come out of nowhere. Harvard historian Rana Mitner says, it's a process, guys. Do you see what all this? Why can't people see that that's what's happening with the gender stuff, the gender woo? Oh, I can be whatever I want. I'm a he, I'm a male, but I can also, I'm, I'm, now, I'm now female. It's all this erosion of everything that we know to be true. The gender, the climate nonsense, climate change is real because the climate always changes and always has done over the years. Yes, indeed. So um, we, are, we are going to uh, have our first guest now. I think uh, Phil, I think, joins us. I can see, Phil, you're wearing your lovely, um, your lovely <laughs> purple shirt with the, uh, with the white hearts on it. I think rather than go to a break, it's OK if we go to the first guest. Yes, I'm getting a nod from Murray. Welcome, Phil, to the show. Hi, Abby. Yes, well, I'm, as you can see, I haven't got the gold jacket on this morning, but I thought we need the world needs more purple. So it's a it's a grey, miserable um, morning in Rishi Sunak's wonderful kingdom, and so yeah, a bit more, a bit of extra purple. You've got the tie as well today. You see, just for I've you. Got the tie as well. Yes, and yeah. so uh, so. And have, have you got an alarm clock there as well? <laughs> no, but I'm quite alarmed. I'm quite alarmed. You're quite alarmed. What's going on? Well, I'm alarmed. You're alarmed. Well, it's it's lovely of you to uh, join us. I don't know if you saw my uh, my history lesson that we were going through there. Uh, the little. What do you think of um, Mao's? Would you have a copy of Mao's little red book, an early edition? Would that be up your strata? Um, up my strata. Oh, good. That, that's that's for, that's quite rude. That's quite rude. Um, up your up um, your strata. It's 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 German. as German for street. Up your strata. Sorry, my my yes. German pronunciation well, is very very remiss today. Sorry. Well, my, my name, of course, is German, means room man, Zimmerman room man. So I should have some basic knowledge of German. So I'm sorry about that. Um, I'll let you but, off. <laughs> um, yes, let me off. That's very kind of you. Um, I'm not sure, really. I did, I did miss your, your, um, your earlier bit because I was, I, I was very remiss. I forgot to press the join button. See, I'm not very good at IT. Oh, bless you, Phil. Don't worry about it, mate. It, you should have seen me when I was starting this show. It was like, yeah, the hair, uh, the hair on end and Murray going, for God's sake. Um, so bless you, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, yes, to talk, we're just talking about, um, yeah, as a little uh, Mao's little red book is going under the hammer. But um, enough of that. Let's talk about comedy and why uh, mainstream comedians have basically shit the bed over the last four years. Where have they been, Phil? Where have they been? Um... Yeah, I think they hid behind the sofa, and as you said, that they shit their pants because um, 
you know, things were getting a bit dicey, weren't they? And uh, you had to either stand up for what you believed in and do something that was actually funny, because comedy is supposed to be about rebellion and looking at things we're not supposed to talk about and look at, um, and make th making things palatable, palatable to people. Easy for you to say. It was not that easy for me to say, to be honest, particularly no. not on a Wednesday morning. I'm wearing this very tight tie. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's our job and comedy's job, even if you don't agree with the, uh, you know, with what the uh, opponents, the conspiracy theorists like me and you are saying, you've got to make comedy out of it. You're supposed to take the piss out of the government and make them sweat a bit. And um Especially when, you know, the, the PM, Mr. Rishi Vomit, um, that's my new name for him, is, uh, you know, uh, indulging in a bit of uh, genocide support, which apparently that's what British values are all about now. Yes, indeed, uh, and 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 indeed, and and uh, and what's going on in Gaza? Absolutely horrific. The carpet bombing. The uh, and you see children talking about the, there was no food. I saw somebody, um, a young kid, um, saying that they, that she had to eat uh, donkey donkey um, feed. That they were basically that. That's what they were having. That's what they were eating. Yeah, Terrible. I mean, well, I mean, it could be worse. I mean, she could be at McDonald's, you know. Um, so Could yeah, it, it's it's um it's very sad. At least that's food. I mean, I don't know what McDonald's is, but it's certainly not food. Um, so there you go. And they um, and they certainly wouldn't be loving it. <laughs> you see, that's they why they pay me the it. big bucks. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We've got to make these. We've got to make these very um you know deep and uh, very astute observations, haven't we? Abby, that, that's, yes. that's what we're that's what we're here for. Yeah. That's what we're here for, yeah. And and do you yeah. think? Uh, I, I mean, because I, people have said to me that they think that comedians uh, and you know people in show business generally didn't say anything about the last four years. I mean, they hadn't said anything about you know the COVID tyranny, the masks, the vaccines, etc. And even Gaza, even what's happening um, happening in the Middle East, they, because it's like because they're being paid money uh, not to say things. But I think to my is is that all it is though? Because surely. Uh, no money in the world would ever make me say that I thought that the lockdowns were right, the masks were right, the vaccines were right. Yeah, what's, because what's that about? I mean, it's like people that you know that they 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 took the vaccine, um, you know, because it would um, enable them to travel or they could go to their job or they could go on holiday. Um, mm. I did mention in my Killing Granny show. There's a, a friend of mine that. Um, <laughs> A friend of a friend, um, and the wife wanted to to go on holiday, and she wanted her husband to get vaccinated so, so, so they could go on holiday, right? And and then so he he didn't want it, but he took the jab and died the next day. Couldn't go on holiday. And it's like you know you take the jab to to keep your job, um, drop dead. You can't go to work. It kind of defeats the object, really. It, it does, yes. And I, I'd imagine you wouldn't be able to go on holiday if you were if you were brown bread. And on that delightful yeah. note, Phil, we're going to go. So I'm just laughing. We're going to go because I love this. The anarchy, the the, the anarchicness. I don't even know if that's a word. Uh, so we're going to go to um, a little break. I'll be back. I'll be back with Phil Zimmerman. Do not go anywhere, or I'll send Greta Thunberg round to switch off your lights. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT's Hervoy Morich. Trans women's milk, as good as breast milk, says NHS Trust. Yesterday, drug-induced chest feeding liquid comparable to that from mothers 
when it comes to baby nourishment claims hospital. An NHS trust has said that breast milk produced by men is as good for babies as that produced by mother who has given birth. I wonder if I should experiment with that the next time I have a kid. I really, I, 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 I have nothing. I don't know what else to say. I mean, we're just observing the insanity of clown world. Um, yeah. Pervoy Morich on today's News Talk TNT. A better business tip from TNT Radio. The benefits of advertising on today's News Talk TNT Radio should be clear to businesses of any shape or size. It can be accessed anywhere, anytime, by anybody and is the perfect way to build brand awareness and stimulate digital activity. If you'd like more information about advertising on TNT Radio, simply fill out your details on our contact page and we'll be in touch. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Thanks for listening and for being a part of the Abby Roberts Show on today's News Talk TNT. It's Wednesday and I'm here with my wonderful first guest, Mr. Phil Zimmerman, looking very, very dashing in the in the purple, very regal in your purple. So, Phil, earlier on we were talking about cowardly bastards who didn't say anything during the last four years. And do you still, um, I mean, do you, do you still meet comedians? Do you still go on the, uh, on the circuit and... I mean, what, what's happening? What's happening on the circuit? I've, I've, I've kind of think of it as almost like a distant country now from me. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of I tend to avoid comedy because I hate comedy and I hate comedians. So I tend to avoid it if I possibly can. But of course, uh, you and I are doing a, a festival soon, aren't we? Um, at uh, near uh, in Kegworth near Derby. Um, yes, the, um, yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be fun, and there will be there will be some comedians there comedypodcast.live is where people can get tickets for that and um andrew lawrence another rebel will be headlining and we'll be having a lot of fun so um yeah yeah we'll doing that yeah and um yeah I, I will be doing gigs um where there are real live people and uh you know where, where there's an audience where you know then all the most of them aren't sort of corpses and we're actually moving and breathing and they want to be entertained i'm always up for it you know um, so I'm sure we'll have more of that at Kegworth because Kegworth is a real hotbed of uh, people with uh, circulation, stuff like that. Yeah, people are actually alive. Kegworth, yes. and I love the idea, Phil, because were, were you at the last Kegworth? Were you at the one the, the, the one before last year? Were you at Ke Yes, you I were. Was. Of course I you was, were. yes. Yes. Was, yes. Um, and it wasn't it great. It was great fun. And Dick Dellingpole was uh, was hosting the last one. You'll be emceeing, hosting uh, this one in Kegworth. So come. Can you read the uh, the 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 website out again for the tickets? Yes, it's um, comedypodcast.live, and it's right. March twenty second to twenty fourth. And uh, there are day tickets, uh, forty five pound. The weekend ticket, eighty five pounds. Yeah. What about? And I mean. What a bloody bargain. And we've got all sorts on, haven't we? So we've got Andrew Lawrence, uh, yourself, uh, me, Sonia Poulton, um, or oh, there's all there's all manner of uh Wilson Milton. Is that right? Mil Wilson yes, Milton as well. Right. Yes. Yeah, very, very good comic. I worked with him a few years back. I mean back before I, I see I think of it as kind of pre twenty twenty, wasn't it? It seems like a distant landfill. Landfill. Sorry, yes. I shouldn't ever put yes. those two words together um, when I'm talking to well, you. I'm insulting. It's a wonderful moment of, of inspiration. That is, that's where Rishi 
Rishi Vomit needs to go into a landfill. Can't we just yes. put him into a landfill without any kind of trial or anything? Just put him into a landfill immediately and, and that will be done. Yes. We'll be done. Immediately, if not sooner. Yes, Rishi Vomit. Yeah. And of course the state and, and of course the state of politics, Phil. What what, what are we thinking? Politics isn't going to get us out of this, is it at all? But then do we have a revolution? Are are we revol are, are we are we that, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about violence getting the guns out and stuff, because I don't think that, well, having talked about Russia and living in Russia, I'm not sure that is, is ever the answer, because then, of course, you get people who are even worse who take over, although they couldn't be much worse than the current uh, current crop. So what, what are the solutions, Phil, do you think, to our well, dilemma? Yeah, we, we need to obviously um, take down the, the criminals and, and sort of... Um, change the whole um picture and that's but but unless if we only do that of course and we don't change uh the human condition or you might call it karma then you know we can put all of those guys in prison but the same cycle will just come around again so we've got to actually do it on two fronts we've got to we've got to address the criminality expose it and deal with them and we've got to all uh awaken as a lot of people are now to the to their own power and and that means yep. you know we are in charge of our reality and you know it's good to, to to know what's going on with all this all this crap. But um, you know if you get too focused on it, it becomes a, a negative spiral, right? So we got we got to you got to stay focused on the purple shirt, right? And uh, yeah. that's the thing you got to stay focused on the love and you uh, and uh, you know do something positive and creative. Look after your mental health and take down Rishi Sunak. Right, so we've got to do, we've got to do it in a balanced way, and that's what the re it's got to be a revolution of love and and uh, self empowerment, and you know people, and, and that's what the Co the Comcast event's going to be. It's going to be a gathering of you know high vibrational people. We're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to reveal and truths and have a discussion about it all, which is really healthy. That's what we need more of, right? Yeah. Indeed, and uh, absolutely, and, and over the last um... bonkers news, Phil Zimmerman, bonkers <laughs> news in London, over and out. Bonkers, bonkers news. That's my yeah, bonkers news. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's have let's have a look at that microphone again. Let's have a little look at it. The mic. <laughs> it's Mikey. Is, oh, is it's so cute. Is, is is it on? Is this thing on? Are you, are you getting the purple theme? Is this bloody hello? Is it on or not? I think... Yeah, Norman Collier uh... there. Only Phil Zimmerman could talk, could talk into a monkey, into a purple monkey and a microphone. I yeah. love it. And you're right, you know, keeping the vibrations high. Um, um, and that is what saved people, isn't it? The last three, four, four years, essentially, is the meetings of people, stand in the park, the festivals, you know, where people get together, like-minded people and people that maybe did follow the the whole thing and then even maybe took a, a vaccine or whatever. Um, and they're, they're welcome aren't they? Because people can, you know, people make mistakes, yeah. don't they? We're, we're, we're very happy to welcome hunchbacks to the event at the weekend. It's fine. Sorry, sorry. I'm sure they're all fine. Um, of course, yeah. And we also, we need to you know, put out positive information to people that have taken the vaccine because there are yeah. things you can do to detox. So they shouldn't be scared. And the other thing is, you know, the mind, you've got to have a positive attitude because that makes a huge impact on your health. People, these globalist psychopaths want everyone to be scared and divided. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're no. going to laugh at them. We're going to. They don't like it up them, you know. They don't like it when we take the piss out of them. They don't like that at all. So we've got to keep doing that. Um, yes. Yeah. And Indeed. of course, there's more and more information coming out now, isn't there? I mean, uh, and the the ONS, of course, are changing 
What a clever idea. Changing the way of calculating excess deaths so it makes them seem less. Oh, I wonder if that's anything to do with the flood of information about the vaccine injuries and deaths that are coming out now. And Ed Dowd, one of the world's top uh, statisticians, so I got that out, didn't I? Statisticians um, has come out and said that, that there's 1.1 1. 1, um, million excess deaths in America. And they reckon mm. that 75 to 80% of those are caused by the vaccine. You know, so um, that's why... Mm. They're changing the the definition, like they change the definition of um, what a vaccine actually is, right? During the uh, during the pandemic, because the vaccine wasn't working, they changed it from oh, a vaccine is supposed to prevent transmission to oh, it's it it uh, prevents you um, getting ill and dying. That's not what a vaccine was all about, and what they hammered us twenty four seven with all about ki- the fear of killing granny, killing granny. I've got to show out mm. that killing granny. Uh, good for killing me. Granny. Um, you know that um, you, you, you know if you don't get the damn thing, you, you're uh, the, of course the two central lies of it were asymptomatic transmission, which is complete bollocks, not backed up by any science whatsoever, just a rumor, and uh, the yeah. fraudulently used useless PCR test, which its inventor uh, uh, Carrie Mullis said can't detect the difference between live and dead virus and can't tell you if you're ill or not. So the whole thing was basically based on a load of old crap from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're changing the goalposts again. Phil Zimmerman, bonkers news. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's all, yeah, it's all lies. It's all lies. And um, the fact that people, I can understand uh, in the first, uh, the first part of it, you know, the first bit of 2020. I mean, I, I, my mum had just died very sadly, um, early, early, early doors 2020. So I was kind of, I was grieving uh, and, and, and also bits of, so at home sort of going, what the hell's going on here? But then, but then as soon as I'd seen the, you know, the sort of put the, you know, join the dots. When I came out of my grief, Kurt, you know, bobble and went, hang on a minute, this is absolute, this is nuts. But I, what I can't understand, Phil, is the people that went all the way, they, they, the, all the way and then uh, were, were against the lockdowns and then took the vaccine. How does that, yes. how does that compute in your head? What, what, what's, what, I just don't understand it. It doesn't make sense, does it? And, and it doesn't make sense that a lot of people that were seem to be awake to the COVID mm. stuff yeah. um, are really into genocide now. I mean, uh, what's going on there? And that doesn't make sense either, you know? Um, yes, Like I said, Indeed. probably living in a, in a, in a bonkers inverted uh, reality. But fortunately, enough of us are still sane. Enough of us are still sane. Well, don't you know something? Um, Still seen. Um, I uh, there was a there was I got an I got an email from somebody that was it was quite sweet actually saying that um, they'd been at some kind of stand in the park or some meeting you know of, of kind of awake people and that my name had come up and somebody in the audience uh, I think eighty two years old had said oh yes um, Abby uh, I like Abby but she's she's a bit wacky sometimes and and then somebody apparently had defended me going Ashling um, her name is O'Loughlin um, had said oh no I lo- love Abby and I thought if you're not I'm I'm like this to stay sane, Phil. Because like otherwise, I love, I love it. I love it. Lo- do you know I'm what I mean? Like what what, like what, what would you What would you do if you if you didn't have uh, you know all the wackiness to kind of to rely on? 
Yeah, I mean, expression is the whole business, isn't it? Even illness and symptoms are, are you know, a positive expression of what's going on. And um, we need some whack. We need wackiness. We need we need craziness. We need we need mad hair. We need you know spectacles and 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 and, and all that stuff and crazy comedy, yeah. uh, joy and expression and connection. Because um, otherwise, we we might as well just you know crawl behind the sofa and and give up really. You know? Yeah. And worship exactly. Rishi Sunak. Um, yeah. And absolutely 100% for 100%. Uh, now, I think uh, we are going to uh, go to, are we going to go to a call now or go to a break? <laughs> this show is is off the rails, everyone, today. It's wacky. It's wacky. It's wacky. Should we go to, um, should we go to Daz from country, from country Victoria on the line? Should we go to Daz? Yes. Abby, speaking of Hello, bonkers, and then, and then uh, Daz on the line. Hello, darling. How are you? I, I'm very well, mate. How, how's fan. things? How are you there? Oh, bless you, mate. Oh, look, look. It's it, uh, yeah, yeah. God bless you. Um, uh, uh, I'm a huge fan, um, and I've been enjoying your conversation of, of uh, with Phil as well too. And um, I wish I could get to um, comedy uh, podcast dot live. Uh, Kegworth, is it? Wherever in the UK. I'm yes, Kegworth. UK, uh, as soon as I possibly can. Yes. Um, oh, bless you, Daz. Uh, sorry, and uh, and you're, you're in Victoria. Uh, How's Abby's Victoria at the moment now? Oh, it's been bloody hot, mate. Bloody hot. 38 degrees uh, Celsius today. Uh, but there's a nice breeze coming in, Abby. Um, so I've opened the house up and uh, yeah, it's nice. I'm just going to pop down the river and have a bit of a wander down the river. But uh, Abby, I, I just want to oh. say thank you so much. Um, I'm a huge fan. And um, I also studied opera. Unfortunately, I, I wasn't as lucky and as blessed as you. I didn't go to Russia. I, um, I went to Frankston. Anybody who's listening in Australia knows Frankston. It's, it's a pretty rough old sort of part of town. Um, but I, I did study under a, a genius by the name of Ron Lees. And um, so he, he was my, my teacher uh, uh, of opera. And, um, uh, but I also did most of my training in my bedroom. If you, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, we, we've Keep Bowers. it clean. Keep it clean, Daz. Very fine, Brit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I couldn't do. Uh, so I, I bought the vinyl "Scary Monsters," and my brother gave me um, uh, uh, "Low" and "Heroes" on cassette. And I've tried my best over the years by myself in my bedroom, uh, trying to emulate the great man himself. And um, so uh, I've loved British music, British comedy, British people, and you guys are love you. Bless you, me. Thanks so much for calling, Daz. Do do call again, won't you, please? I'd love to hear from you again. Thank you, thank Abby. you, mate. I shall. Thank you. God bless Cheers, you. Cheers, pal. And you, Phil. God bless you. God bless you, mate. Bye. Ah. Oh. That was lovely, wasn't it? That was lovely. Uh, now listen, I think we better go to we better go to a break because I, I do have another guest on, don't I? Murray, oh, I'm looking one? at Murray going. I do have another guest on, um, darling Phil. Um, will you come back, my love? Uh, and, and do set your alarm this time. Oh, sorry, not your your alarm. You do put your what do you call your your, your join button. Oh, Get your join finger button. on the join yeah. button. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. Yes. Join button, join but button. I can't. I can't wait to have you back on, mate. And uh, but I mean, if if I don't have you on before, I'll see you in Kegworth, twenty second to the twenty fourth. It's a pleasure, Abby. See you. God then. bless you, mate. 
thank you so much to Phil uh, for joining me. And uh, we are going to go to a break now uh, before I get my second guest on, the wonderful Johnny Woodrow, Woodrow Wednesdays. Don't go anywhere or I'll come round and sit on your face. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malsberg. If you tuned into one of the three major cable networks on Saturday night at 7 p.m. when the polls closed in South Carolina to see how long it would take for Donald Trump to be declared the winner, well, let's just say you better have been on time. The polls have now closed at 7 p.m. We are waiting to see whether we will have a call in one direction or another or a too early to call. That has been the case in a few of the contests we've had. And as you can see there, and I'm learning this as I see it on your screen myself, we do have a call. We have projected a winner at polls closing. That was MSNBC, CNN was even faster in calling the race. Polling places are about to close in South Carolina. Five seconds left in the GOP presidential primary fight between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. And right now, we can make a major projection. CNN projects that Donald Trump will win the South Carolina Republican primary, defeating former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley in her home state. And Fox News was just as quick. It is 7 p.m. here on the East Coast and the polls are officially closed in the state of South Carolina. Good evening, I'm Brett Baer. And good evening, everybody. I'm Martha McCallum, live here at Fox News headquarters in New York for our special coverage of the South Carolina Republican primary. And the Fox News decision desk can now project that former President Donald Trump will win the state's GOP primary. Yes, all in all, good night for Trump, very bad night for Nikki Haley in her own home state. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on TNT. I'm Belinda, and this is Willard, and we were adopted in 2021. When we first met Todd, he was singing a song, and I was like, wow, look at this kid with the biggest smile, and he has a big heart to match. The energy you give Todd, you get it back from Todd. Yes. Todd's a joy. Yes, Todd's is. really is a great joy. I love him. <laughs> you and you. <laughs> Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Pour yourself a drink and grab some nibbles. You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. Well, good grief. This show has been an absolute roller coaster from start to bloody finish. I knew it would be. And today, of course, is Woodrow Wednesday. So I've got, <laughs> at last, thank God, Johnny Woodrow <laughs> from his book nook. Hello, Johnny. From my... Good morning, Abby. Good morning, TNT folks. You're right. I, well, yes. I've seen it's 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 kind of it's one of those crazy mornings, but you love it that way, don't you? That's that's where you get your energy from, rolling with the crazy, <laughs> rolling with the crazy, and going, oh, what do I know about Mao? Quick, make something up, Abs. Uh, even if uh, even if you don't know what the facts are, um, Johnny, how are you feeling? These days, <laughs> yes, this is my this is my regular check-in <laughs> with Nurse Doctor Roberts. Um, I'm doing, <laughs> Nurse Doctor Roberts, <laughs> I'm doing better than I was last week. Thank you very much. Um, uh, I'm yeah. continuing with the inhalers, and uh, and I've been sent some alternative remedies, which some of which are absolutely fascinating. As you say, I'll be trying mm. out. <laughs> Maybe Wonderful. one of the things we could talk about each week is how the alternative remedies are going. And, and I could try out different ones and you could see what state I'm in to work out whether or not they're worth going with. I'll be your guinea pig. On that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Johnny. And how did the crack cocaine go down with you? Yes, yes. Uh, when you took Sweet. that, your Sweet. crystal meth's doing well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, lovely. Um, bless you, mate. You know, you, you look a lot better, I have to say, than, than you did. 
Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a new I, life. but you do. You look really good. You look really good. Really, yeah. really in the peak of health. Well, well, yeah, yes, yes. I'm be- uh, better than I was last week. Um, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. I mean, you didn't look <laughs> terrible. You didn't look terrible. Last no, I know. I, I know just suddenly be... realised. <laughs> <laughs> You've looked awful. Can I be honest you with look you, mate? Bloody You've looked awful. awful for the last. Can we hold you, mate? I was like, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, God, you're gonna you're gonna laugh. Otherwise, you would probably yeah. cry. Um, but so let's um, the quote that I, I I found a little bit in. Uh, so let, let's get into um, the the thing that was floating around my head. Yeah, yeah, from, what's floating from, around your head? From John, apart from a few marbles that are loose. Um, uh, from from the from the Bible, my little yeah. children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Yes. All right. So you're in one John. So uh, yes. for folks driving along in their cars or listening, we're in the, we're in one of the letters uh, to to John. And um, what was it, before? Like what what? Why has that been going around in your head? I I'm guessing it's something to do with authenticity. Yes, authenticity, and also now I'm trying to remember where I saw it. it. May have been on a tweet, and you know, you know, where you sort of like you're scrolling and you go, yeah. you think, "Oh, that's really interesting." Why is why have they why have they put that? And then of course I realised it was from the Bible, and then it goes on to say, "And hereby we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure yes. our hearts before Him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things." But it was the I think it was the bits about the let us not love you know just not not so much of this and more of and and, uh, and more actions yeah yeah yes and yeah. more action i think that's what caught my imagination yeah well um we, we we've not got a lot of time so so one of the things to know about one john is it, it cycles around a lot of themes and so one of the things you have to answer one of the questions you have to answer is who's the little children my little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Because then that helps us to get at this. This isn't just a general principle of 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 act um, rather than just say, although that's that's true, because because otherwise that's hypocrisy, isn't it? If you if you say one thing and do another, then that's hypocrisy. But but the my little children back at the beginning of um uh, just to say one of the things that the verse goes on to to talk about assurance um and the overactive conscience it's kind of as it says you've picked, you've landed in a, <laughs> in quite a combination of ideas so yeah. so he's actually trying to reassure the my little children if you go back to the beginning of of the of the letter the my little children are all those who've come to the light and that's not some kind of esoteric kind of coming to the light it's quite it's very specific um John kicks off with, we have, uh, well, he, so he says, uh, that which we, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our own eyes. And he's talking about here, the eternal life. He's talking about something that was from before all time, that is light and life has been manifest. And you might, well, you know, do I have to take something to encounter that? Well, he says, no, it, it, we, we saw it. He says, we heard it and we touched it with our hands. So what he's talking about, he's talking about Jesus. That's what he's talking about. Mm. He's talking mm. about the one who was before all things, who creates all things, who then comes into the world and 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 shows us that God is light. And then he says this, if we say we have fellowship with him 
that's the one who's light. That's God. While walking in the darkness, we lie and we don't practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of his son cleanses us from all sin. So so let me let me land this. The little children he's specifically referring to are those who have come to the light. How do we come to the light? According to John, you come to Jesus and you go, I've broken your rules. I've broken the Ten Commandments. I'm not what I ought to be. And I need the cleansing that your blood provides by his death in our place for sins mm. forgiven. And that what that does is that binds people. First of all, uh, John says that makes you that brings you into fellowship with God and his son, Jesus, and then into fellowship with um, with, uh, with brothers and sisters who have also stood in the light. Mm. And then what happens is because we're in the light, because we're in fellowship with God, we, we, we do, we're able to do something we couldn't do before, which is we can start to fight darkness in ourselves um, and start to walk consistently in the light. Mm. So just coming back to that bit of um, and, and hereby we know we are of the truth. And the truth isn't just a general thing. It's it, it's a person. It's 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 God in Christ and and shall reassure our hearts before him. If we look at our lives and we say, I'm trusting Christ, I'm trusting that his death has paid the price for my sins. So I'm going to get through judgment. Mm. And how do I know that I'm really one of his? I begin to walk according to his word. And that's that that's reassuring, not because it puts all the pressure on us, but because that shows that God's spirit is working through us to start to produce that those good works in us. Uh, yes. Maybe I'll just finish on this thought briefly. Um, mm. I, I heard Jordan Peterson recently. He was talking with Bishop Barron, somebody or other, I forget. Um, um, uh, and he said one of the problems with uh, with Protestants and some Catholics is uh, they think that sort of forgiveness is just a done deal. And then they don't really have an account of how we now live in this world. Uh, unfortunately, he's he's misread the Bible. One John says you are forgiven by faith in Christ because of what he's done. But that doesn't leave you then going, hey, do what I like. Actually. It produces in you by the spirit a new impetus and a new ability to begin to follow through on your words. So there you go. That's that's briefly what's going on in that in that context. But you know, yes. there's hope there because it means that God has done something in the world to bring mm. people to a proper understanding of themselves and him and relationship with him and to begin to do something and walk in a different direction to where this crazy world is going on its own in its own terms. In his own terms. And I love Johnny. I love the way you, I mean, I, I remember when I listened to you on the Delling pod, you know, when you were talking about this uh, Psalm, which Psalm was it? 20, Psalm 22. Psalm 22. Psalm this 20, is a Dick Delling poll special. That's month. a good, you have to admit, that's pretty good memory, right? I remember yeah, which Psalm 22. You did. Um, but yeah. well, that's how much, two, two ducks swimming. Um, and and I, I, I was very impressed because sometimes when people talk about God and faith and Christ, they it's it gets a little bit. Mm, um, a little bit sort of judgy wodgy. Judgy wodgy was a bear. In a little bit sort of, mm, yeah, you know, sort of, um uh yeah, yeah you know I, I mean this is that the way i'd you know doing that is the action i would i would describe looking down the the over the glasses yeah whereas you yeah. are very much it's very real it's very compassionate it's very um uh, practical things you can do in in life and and beautifully described when you talk about stuff it's it's really beautiful to listen to and i'm not just saying that because oh. you're on my show 
and I'm blowing smoke up your arse. I, I genuinely mean it. A lot of people talk about faith and I thought, think, oh dear, oh, you, you've, you've lost me already and you've only been talking for a minute. Oh, well, I'm glad I didn't lose you. Thank you. That's very kind. Um, I, I became a Christian when I was 19. And yeah. and I, I and and um, why why do I share that? I share that because uh, for me at that age it had to be real. I I didn't I I didn't I my 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 family were, were not churchgoers, um, and and then I sort of threw myself headlong into it, and so this thing better be real. I, I you know and the, the in every, every church kind of tradition has a special church voice, you know, that, um, <laughs> yeah. particularly in the conservative evangelical world, it's uh, you put an er uh into every er uh thing you er uh say er, uh, and it just. <laughs> It just it says it, it kind of transports people not into what well, out of reality, doesn't it? You know what I mean? And and I kind yes. of feel like I feel like the so so one of my favorite verses in the Bible is John 17, verse three, four, five. And I can't even remember the, the number, right? Uh, where Jesus says, This is eternal life, that you may know the one true God and the one whom he sent. And I'm like, well, okay, I I really because I'm quite a visceral person, right? You know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, I, 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 I actually want to feel things, right? Um, mm. And I, I'm actually quite committed to my own happiness. And that verse says eternal life is found somewhere, which is the fulfillment of humanity. And he says it's found in knowing who God is in the one whom he sent. So I'm like, okay, that's a massive claim. Let's throw ourselves into that then and see if that's true. And so far, mm. I'm finding that it is. But it comes from a, a, a personal desperate need, actually, rather than doing um, a kind of church craft. You know, that the sort of like just doing the business of of uh, speaking in kind of slightly spiritual terms. You know, anyway, yes. that, that's just my motivation for picking up a Bible. Picking out the Bible. Um, Johnny, um, we're going to have to, I can't believe I'm saying this, um, I'm going to have to uh, cut. Please, next time, tell you what, let's just have you on next Wednesday. Okay, you I've just decided. You know what we'll do, and we'll do. I've, deci oh. <laughs> I've decided because there's so much to talk about and uh, various things we haven't we haven't covered. Um, bless you, Johnny, for coming on because I've got Siv. Uh, well, you can you can stay around and have a listen to Siv on the phone. Should we have? A, yeah. should we have a, is Siv still there? Is Siv still there? I am still. I am still here. I'll uh, get this done in about 30 seconds for you. Uh, just reflecting on what you were saying. I've heard that before. before. <laughs> yes, well, you know, I'm in and out in yeah. the flash. You know how it is. Like a quick one. Take your anyway, time, mate. Uh, <laughs> anyway, enough of my love life. Anyway, um, look, the uh, the thing that I'm thinking is that, look, if, if, we, if we think that politics is not the answer and we think that uh, civil war, violent civil war isn't the answer, I'd like to know what is. And with that, I disappear out the window. Good to talk to you, Abby. Good to talk to you, Siv. Well, God bless Siv. That was probably the shortest amount of time. Um, I'm just going to... Um, Johnny is fantastic. Got here on the live chat. Johnny, hope you're hearing all this. It is refreshing to hear someone talk religion and then someone else has put only if you're a religionist. I would say not just, not just religion. I'd say faith. Faith, God, hope hope as well i think religion um i think i'm right in saying johnny um it it, it takes people on sort of different it, it it has negative connotations sometimes the word religion because of course we've got i mean woke is a religion right um yeah, communism yeah, yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. is is a religion so I, yeah. I would say faith hope love 
There's an older way of understanding the word religion, which is dropped out of common cultural currency. And so yeah. you can read it in old stuff and it's a good word. Now it's it's clogged up with all the things that you, you rightly have an allergic reaction to. Yes, indeed. Uh, and we have a minute to go, uh, I believe. Oh, my goodness. Are we going to hear that? Oh, 60 seconds. Thanks, Abby and Johnny. Maury says, God bless you, Johnny. I will see you very definitely. We're going to have a hog. We're going to hog next Wednesday if it's the bloody last thing I do. Okay, guys, because it's Woodrow Wednesday. Talking philosophy, faith, hope, love, all these things, these wonderful, um, wonderful things that me and Johnny talk about. Right, so thank you so much for joining me on the Abby Roberts Show. It's been a bit of a... Uh, but I mean, I've bloody loved it. And uh, I can see from the chat that everyone else has. And even if you haven't, tough shit and if you yeah, I was going to say if you haven't enjoyed it keep it to yourself okay guys thank you so much to Murray down the other end of the screen uh, his lovely dulcet Australian tones in my ear thank you to the viewers and listeners I will be back tomorrow morning as usual I don't know who my guests are but you know so, something will happen I'm sure between now and then okay and the last thing I'm going to say to you is be seeing you